Can we talk about it with BP? I want to talk about a little series about Christianity. We always pray and ask God to take things from us. But how many times have God actually came down and took anything from anybody? You actually have to give it to him. The Bible actually speaks about you have not because you ask not. So you have to ask God to actually deliver you from the things that's bothering you that you're dealing with in life. I remember times I have God to take drugs, cigarettes, and alcohol from me. But the Bible actually speaks about giving thanks to God. You give it to him and he'll give you the strength and deliver you from whatever you're going through. A lot of times we, the Bible says we ask for things, but we ask or we pray in a mist. Because you're missing your prayer. You're missing your blessings by not actually giving them to God. God tells you so many times, cast your burdens from, to me and I will give you rest. But so many times we ask God to take this from me. Lord God, I can't deal with this problem. Please take it from me. How many times have you heard people say, God took cigarettes away from me? God took drugs away from me? But how many times in your life have you ever seen God take anything from you? He even told Moses at the burning bush that you will see me as a shadow as I pass by you. But God has never took anything from no one. You have to give him your problems, your worries, and your care. And then he will give you the strength to take it away. In order to receive, you must leave. Leave something at the altar. That's what God said. Leave it at the altar. But too many times, we misjudge and misguide and don't understand what the Bible is saying. Just like today, I was talking to a young lady, and she has a powerful testimony. She told me that she was drinking, and she told these people numerous of times, every time they came by her house, that she would come to church with them. One time, the lady came by, and she was drinking. And the lady kept saying, come and go with us, come and go with us. And the lady said she kept thinking about how much liquor she had at the house or in the house. And said, these people are going to drink my liquor. And the woman kept persisting, just like the Bible say, persistence again. And she kept, the lady kept asking her, come and go to church. And I know now it's been almost 15, 20 years. The lady got in the car with the woman who kept being persistent and the woman now to this day has not drunk in over 20 years god delivered her right then amen but it's a lot of times that we sit up here and ask god for an example prime example it was a man that was a falling down drunk every time you seen him he was in somebody's yard at a cookout every time you had a party he was the only one passed out in the yard. He prayed and asked God and said, God, deliver me from being a passed out drunk. So one Sunday, the man went to church and he gave his testimony. But that Saturday, people seen him at the liquor store drinking liquor. 
So that Sunday, he came to church to give his testimony. And he said, I want to give my testimony. He said, God has delivered me. And people said, how can God deliver you? And I seen you Saturday at the liquor store drinking. He said, I asked God to deliver me from being a passed out drunk. He didn't deliver me from drinking. He delivered me from being a passed out drunk. You don't see me out in the street no more. Passed out at the cookout, the barbecues or party. Passed out in the yard. God delivered me from being a passed out drunk. That's what God will do for you. You almost got to be specific on what you ask God for. But we don't understand that. God said, cast your cares to me, for I will give you rest. And just like the Bible say, we are the salt of the world. The Bible says, what is salt if it loses flavor? It's just nothing but for a man to walk upon up under his feet. But we fail to realize we are the salt of the world. How can you be the salt? What is salt if you never take it out the box? Or the salt shaker. It's no good to you. You can't say your steak or your potato has any flavor if you don't put salt on it. You got to get that salt out of the box in order for that salt to be effective. That's what the Bible says in Matthew 28. It says go out all the, between the hedges and highways preaching what thus says the Lord. But we sit in the church house all day long. And never go out and preach what God said. Your preacher may preach to you all day long. It may be for you. But don't you think it's for other people? Jesus said, I come to save the sick. The sick people ain't in the church. Which there are sick people in the church. But he wants us to go out in the hedges and highways. On the corner where they're selling drugs. At the package store where they're selling uh, uh, liquor, beer, drugs, whatever you may have. That's why he sent them out in twos. Just say, for example, he sent a, a, a crack addict and an alcoholic out to preach the word of God. He's not going to let the alcoholic go to a bar and preach because the alcoholic has a problem. He get in a bar, he may not never come out. The crackhead is not going to go into a crack addict's house and and, and preach the word, stop doing crack. When he has a problem, he's going to be in there. Eventually, I don't know, he might get high and not come out. That's why Jesus came out and said, go out by twos. So when the crackhead goes in the house, which, excuse me for saying a crackhead, when the addict goes in the house, the alcoholic can pull him out. When the alcoholic go in the bar, the ones on, 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 on cocaine could pull him out. That's how we help each other. God is not going to leave you where he can't help you. God gives you strength, but you have to ask for the strength. He's not going to take nothing from you. You have to give it to him. Like I said, in order to receive, you must leave something. Leave your problems with God. Let God deal with your problems because we're not able to deal with them. That's why you ask God and say, Come into my life. I can't deal with my problems. I need you and I believe in you and I trust you. A, B, C. Admit, believe, and confess. Admit that you have a problem. Admit that you need God as your, as your Savior. Believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God.
confess your sins. Even in James 5 and 16, it says, Confess thy sins one to another. The prayers, the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. You have to believe this. Don't keep believing because you're a good person and you help everybody and you, 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 you give to the uh, um, homeless shelters. You bring coats, blankets, and clothes. That's not enough. You have to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God in order to do anything. Jesus Christ died and he rose with all power. So you have to believe in the Son of God. A lot of people don't believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's where the Trinity comes in. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We cannot do nothing on our own. How many times have you tried to stop drinking, stop smoking, stop doing drugs, stop drinking, and you find yourself drinking again? But if you truly believe in the Son of God, a lot of people don't believe it's in the Bible. Matthew 5, it says, Be ye perfect like the Son of God that is perfect. And you are perfect. It also says, Be ye holy, for I am holy. We have to understand this. Stop praying in a mess. Pray specific for what you want. If you need $10, you're not going to tell me that you need a dollar. You're going to say, can I get $5 to pay my bill? You're not going to say, can I get $1? Because $1 is not going to make it. We're going to have to ask God, God, I need $5. And a lot of times people sit up here and think God will take from somebody else to bless you. For example, you go to Walmart and your bill is $150. And you walk out in Walmart parking lot and you find a wallet or a pocketbook with $150 in it, then you're ready to, you're quick to run back and tell people in the church, God bless me, God bless me. Do you think God is going to take from somebody else's mouth and give it to you? I know the Bible says the wealth of the, the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. That's true enough. But he's not going to take the money that that old lady lost her purse or her pocketbook in order for you and you find it. And then you can come back and say, God bless you. Stand up, people, and believe the Bible. Believe what it says. Second Timothy 2 and 15 says, study to show thyself approved unto God. Study and believe what the word of God say, not what man say. This is BP, Can We Talk? I need some feedback because we need to understand that the Bible is true. People want to believe that the Quran is right, Buddha is right. We all serve the same God. My Bible says God is I am. And the I am means I am your protector. I am your provider. I am all you need. He said, call me what you want to call me. Call me I am because I, I am what you need. Thank you.